Even on a budget, quality is non-negotiable. That's why Quince is the place to score high-end essentials at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Get your hands on buttery soft cashmere sweaters from just 60 bucks, Italian leather jackets, and so much more. And the best part about Quince, they exclusively partner with factories committed to safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Elevate your style without the elevated price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com/upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hey Dave. Yeah, Randy. Since we founded Bombus, we've always said our socks, underwear and t-shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombus. Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself and for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow, did we just write an ad? Yes. Bombus. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombus.com/acast and use code acast for 20% off your first purchase. Support WrestleTalk. Give us a subscribe. Hey everybody, I'm John Cena. Hey, it's professional wrestler Colt Boom Boom Cabana. Hey, I'm Double J Jeff here. And this is Rich Swan, Matt Riddle, the King of Rose. Support WrestleTalk. Support WrestleTalk. Support WrestleTalk. Do it, bro. Support Ollie. Support Luke. Support WrestleTalk. Support WrestleTalk. Home of Luke Owen. Whatever WrestleTalk is, and whoever Luke Owen is, both the Ravens. Nevermore. WrestleTalk. Hello and welcome to another episode of the Wrestle Talk podcast. I am Corporate Chopper and I'm joined by Randy Andy Datsun. How's it going, Chopper Pequenel? It is most certainly going. How are you doing? I'm good. I'm so excited to mm-hmm. be finally doing this uh, live at 3 p.m. Mm-hmm. on a Saturday for the first time in I don't know when was the last. I guess when it was when we were back in the office. Um, yeah, because we used to do this live, and then we decided we didn't want to do it live. It's probably been about a year Did since we? we've done this live. When I genuinely, time is soup right now. But so we I genuinely we, can't we remember us doing this live. We definitely briefly did it live. Yeah, um, and I think it and was up until about January, February last year. Mm-hmm. That's um, crazy. But yeah, I mean, this doesn't affect the podcast in the slightest, apart from the no. fact it probably goes up a bit later. <gasps> um, but yeah, we're we're going to be doing the YouTube version live, and Andy's back in the studio. Gosh. Oh yeah, you can't see that. So if you want to see what the studio looks like, it looks the same, mm. but you probably haven't seen it in a long time. I know I haven't. I had that walking into the studio, and oh, it smells like the studio. <laughs> like, it's that. It's that. I don't know. So much of so much of memory is associated with smell. I just walked in and went, oh, I'm home. Mm-hmm. I'm back. Yeah. Yeah. I can't, I can't I'm wait. I'm really excited to, I can't wait. to, to be back. Um, I'm just interested in what it'll look like. I mean, I imagine people will sort of just be coming in for the days that they need to now that yeah. we've kind of proved that we can work from wherever. Yeah. So, I mean, uh, I, I think probably like two days a week, maybe people will come in like I, in my humble opinion, we'll talk about this more in the outro, I'm sure. But in my humble opinion, I'd very much like to do the podcast from the studio because yes. I, or I just feel they're so much better and much more interactive and we can bounce off each other a lot better. Um, but like the news episodes, we can we can do them from home. So like 
what do we need to be in the office for apart from you know camaraderie and being a team that's uh, why i want to be in the office Pete. i hate living yeah. at home on my own i i i will literally be in every single day that i can be mm-hmm. uh yeah. Because my pl- I am planning to move to London soon. Mm-hmm. So if I do that, there is no reason why I shouldn't be in as much as I want because I'm a very, very lonely and needy person, Pete. And I need yeah. people. That checks out. Yeah. Well, we'll talk about, uh, we'll talk more about your uh, crippling loneliness in the outro. <laughs> um, but for now, let's talk about um, SmackDown, where Apollo Crews, who had the gimmick change last week, ramped it up a notch this week and had all sorts of new. Uh, bells and whistles on on his gimmick this week so let's talk about it first things first we're going to be talking about apollo cruz who had a gimmick change last week who kind of lent into his uh, nigerian roots as it were um, and yeah, just kind of made th- made that kind of cultural focus kind of the the crux of his new gimmick. I thought last week he looked fantastic. I thought the mm. the lean into the heritage and the culture was amazing. Um, on this week's show, he came out and it was a bit different. He's got new music, which I quite like. Um, yeah. I thought fits the whole new new character in the gimmick and stuff really really well, which is great. Um, and uh, but um, the thing that immediately stuck out to me was that he was now flanked by two guys who are wearing uh, military uniforms um which i thought initially white man no context uh i thought oh that's a bit weird he was also yeah. holding a spear as well and i was like okay with, with okay we're, we're going to preface this saying that this these were our initial thoughts mm. but i will say that even since the news episode has gone out uh two hours ago my opinion has changed of this Apollo segment quite drastically, um, which we'll we'll get into and we'll explain in a little bit. But he was also holding his spear as well, and I was like, "Oh God, I really hope that Vince McMahon hasn't just made him a stereotype because yeah. that wouldn't be great." Um, and he came out and he cut a promo, and he now has a full-on Nigerian accent for the whole thing. Because um, obviously on last week he liked teased it and he was saying, oh yeah, this is what my grandfather used to say and did like the Nigerian accent for a couple of lines. But now whole promo is Nigerian accent. So my initial thoughts was he's made him a stereotype. Mmm, that sucks. Yeah. Did you? Have, sorry, did you have any thoughts there or were you just agreeing? Yeah, no, 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 I was agreeing. So my initial thoughts were, oh dear. Oh dear. The, the moment he started speaking Nigerian accent, I thought, oh. Because because the thing is like no but you don't speak a Nigerian accent because we know how you we know how you talk mm-hmm. and I was like oh no they've done this but actually having seen the reaction from it and actually a lot of Nigerian people online are saying no look we love this this is great this is awesome this is amazing to see that they're actually it feels like they've actually let him kind of say look this is what I want rather than going oh so you're Nigerian okay we're going to give you this 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 and this. It actually feels like they've they've let Apollo do what he wants mm-hmm. to do and say, look, if I was this, this is what I would have. I would have this. This would be part of my gimmick. Um, so yeah, like like you said initially, I was like, oh no, oh no, this is going to be terrible. Um, but actually, yeah, I, I think I think it was just one of those classic 
reactions that people have, which is like, oh no, I should be offended by this because mm-hmm. because it's another culture. But actually, no, it they they, they did it well, and I'm I'm yeah. willing to accept that I was just completely wrong in my initial thought. Absolutely, yeah, same as me. Um, and you can see it come across in the the edited review that I did earlier. I was quite down on the segment. Um, but I I kind of recorded that, and I was like. This isn't sitting right with me. Like a lot of people seem to enjoy this online and I'm not sure why I need to find out more. So I actually went and spoke to uh, some of my friends who actually have African heritage because I don't know whether you've noticed I'm quite white. Um, and I have no context for any of the, yeah, I know being half English and half Swedish. I'm not white. uh, Yeah. Um, so I had, I had no context for why this, um, this, uh, gimmick would, would, go over well because for me it looked like it was an offensive stereotype not actually part of the the culture but actually i've got a few messages here that i've managed to to screenshot from a friend that actually explained some of the bits so for any of you that are on the train that we were on of being like "Mm, i don't like this um Mm. there's actually a few messages here so first one that says yeah it's a bit wakanda but the message was there until it went to wwe storyline stuff when he started talking about um biggie and all that and the message was quite true i've had friends in school change their name and accent because of bullying and and a lot of black people change their names even when they get older because more stereotypical white names are better for their careers slash lives and that was something that that apollo mentioned quite a lot in the promo was him saying like look when i was growing up i was mocked and ridiculed and people used to ask me if i grew up in a jungle and things like that Mm. that was the whole kind of crux of the first half of the promo which just fed into the whole a very real struggle that people have to deal with, um, yeah. which again, just added to the, to the uh, positive uh, sentiment uh, behind it. Um, there was some more to it as well, because like I said, the, the thing that really stuck out to me was the the guards and the spear that he was holding. Cause I was like, that seems like it's going too far, but um, as uh, my friend uh, explained, the accent's a bit much, but that'll probably grow on people. And it might be a bit much just because we don't know, we, uh, just because we know he doesn't have that accent. And that's what I think the the main part of it was that we were a bit kind of taken aback. So we were like, that's not how you normally talk. Um, mm. But apparently the guards that are there in the military uniform are very common for people with wealth in Africa. Again, maybe not the spears. That's a little much, but you can't put guns on the show and you'd probably uh, rather than uh, holding nothing. Um, and also just a final bit as well of uh, talking about the accent itself. If anyone says he can't keep up the accent, it's awful. Well, he literally said in the promo, stop that, Andy. Uh, he had to learn to talk differently compared to how he used to talk. Uh, don't know if true, but whatever. So of course he would go between accents. That's actually quite common. And he said last week he was trying to be more in touch with his roots. It adds authenticity and it is his heritage. It's not racist. He's trying to embrace that. It's his heritage, um, which just kind of explains the whole thing from start to finish any kind of negativity that people want to point at it it's actually well done it, it's not it's not um it's actually very tasteful and it actually represents nigerian culture a lot there's been a lot of people who are very happy with this presentation and the people i've now seen uh that are upset with the segment are white people which to me doesn't make any sense because they're not the ones who should be offended by it that's just yeah. me, though. Yeah, and no, I've seen a lot of people saying, look, I really liked a lot of it. Even those people have been saying, I really liked the, the portrayal and stuff. Even people who are of African heritage have said, I don't think they needed to do the accent, which is fine. You could that That's a that's a perfectly acceptable opinion to have. Yeah. Um, just I think we just got to accept that that we're wrong on that. We were yeah. that we were wrong to start with. Um, and also. 
even if it is a bit Wakanda with the spears and stuff, Black Panther's really cool. So even <laughs> if, so, even if they did want to do something like that, it's a really cool. Like it's it, it's it's even if that's something they were referencing, at least that's something that like people can like relate to. And it, and it's just it's yeah. I don't know. I just want to yeah. I, I just I kind of just saw it when I saw a picture of it this morning. I did just go oh no. But yeah. but that's the whole point, isn't it? You spoke. You gotta. You gotta. You gotta learn. Um, and we and we have done, I think, uh, because if we did, if I hadn't like looked around and seen what other people said, I would have come on and go, oh, classic WWE stereotyping, blah blah blah. And then I would have been told, no, 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 you're the one who's wrong here. So it's just yeah. important to to check. Exactly. Yeah. And and even like uh, I I was doing some uh, me and my uh, friend that I was speaking to kind of did some more um, like I guess research around it and just seeing what kind of more online reaction to it was and stuff like that and uh, we saw some people being like why are you holding a spear that doesn't make any sense it makes the Nigerian culture look like like tribal huntsmen and stuff and mm. they actually said from the heritage that he has the tribe that his family is from in Nigeria the spear is actually used in a ceremonial sense for important occasions and things like that it actually all just fits with his actual heritage which like you know it's great yeah I love it and I just want to point out we're not trying to get offended on the part of other people no. Watch. I've seen some comments saying you're just trying to get offended. Like, oh no, we're not trying to get offended. We just we're just trying to be sensitive to to the to the subject. And yeah, we we just wanted to point out that why they're doing it. Basically, we just want to yeah. try to. We don't want to come here in here and just go. Oh well, this is what we thought. We're just trying to give every single because, give every single perspective. Trying to be exactly because the perspective that's really needed for this is one that actually understands. The context of it we can only understand so much because we have none of the context of the african heritage that's actually being portrayed in the in the gimmick and you know for, for a similar example you know roman reigns that's leading into his um samoan heritage you never really understand the full context like if you watch um laurie's explained video on parts of unknown about the samoan dynasty God, it really is eye-opening to how much Samoan culture they managed to get into, especially the Jey Uso feud and about acknowledging him as the tribal chief and things like that. That is all kind of comes together in this one feud. And there's so many parts of it that you never realize until you actually see the full scope of the actual culture. And I feel like this is very much the same with Apollo in that people don't really get it unless you actually look at the context and look at all the... and actually do the research and see what, what people are saying about it. Because the people that, that if there's people that just don't like it from, you know, a wrestling standpoint and they don't like the gimmick or whatever, sure, whatever, but people who are offended or think it's offensive that aren't like of African descent mm. should probably think about why you're offended or who you're offended on behalf of. I've, I've seen, I've seen a couple yeah. of comments saying like the commentators should have said some of this and it's true. Like, they should have done because the commentators play a really important part in storytelling. And I think that's why a lot of people have come out confused because they just don't know what's going on. Mm. But if the commentators had, oh, that, these, that's because of that, that's because of that, and that's because of that, we'd have gone, okay, that makes sense. But we just had him come out and we went, what's this? Because we don't understand. Yeah, anyway, I feel, we like we've, I feel like we've, uh, we, I feel like we've talked about it enough. Um, yes, totally. But and and it, I, really I agree with where this goes. 
Yeah, me too. And I, I'm with uh, Charles Burke in the chat. He said, not offended. I think it just needs more context. And I agree. I mean, you know, maybe next week if if Apollo comes out and he's just like, hey, you, th- this just kind of proves my point. You know, loads of people uh, seeing me last week and uh, jumping to conclusions and stuff. This is why I have this. This is why I have this. So I'm. This is me. This, this is my roots and all that stuff. I think that's great. Yeah. Um, and you know, uh, the first half of the promo was about kind of that that struggle that black people have had of having to, you know, be ridiculed and bullied and stuff. And the second half was him challenging Biggie to another IC title match, which again, somehow I'm interested in. I've seen yeah. these guys wrestle like six times and I still want to see him have another match, which, you know, and great. You know what? I think Apollo's going to win it. Um, I think so as well. I think he has to win it now. Like they've changed his, his character so drastically. He's, I mean, remember when he was just a guy who smiled? Mm. That was his gimmick. Yeah. This guy is as- athletically impressive and he smiles a lot. Um, and it just proves that if you give people a bit of creative license, that, like anyone can become a really, really interesting and intriguing character. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, just, just, I'm all for this. And I think he's got, I think he'll win. And then, but I then, I then am interested to see what they do with Biggie. Um, because I think Biggie has all the makings of a main event star. Maybe so they, they'll, I don't know, depending on what the match is, maybe they write Biggie off TV for a bit. Cause if, if, if Apollo's getting really just kind of violent, um, and then have Biggie come back after WrestleMania and set up something with Roman Reigns, if or whoever is the universal champion at the time. Yeah. Yeah. I'm, I'm very intrigued all around. Uh, and you know, if I came off as particularly negative, well, about this segment in particular, if I came off as particularly negative in the Wrestle Talk News um, edited review earlier, um, then yeah, I've I've definitely changed my uh, changed my perspective um, for sure, um, and I hope a lot of other people have as well because of that. Because I feel like a lot of us were just like, huh, but now yeah. as you understand, you grow and you learn. That's the point. Hi, this is Craig Robinson from Ways to Win. And support for this podcast comes from Invesco QQQ, the official ETF of the NCAA. Invesco QQQ is proud to sponsor this episode and even prouder to provide access to innovation for the last 25 years. Basketball has had innovations over the years, too. We're seeing the game played in new ways every day. Learn more at Invesco.com slash QQQ. Let's rethink possibility. Invesco Distributors, Inc. Since 2013, Bombas has donated over 100 million socks, underwear, and T-shirts to those facing homelessness. If we counted those on air, this ad would last over 1,157 days. But if we counted the time it takes to make a donation possible, it would take just a few clicks. Because every time you make a purchase, Bombas donates an item to someone who needs it. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at PlushCare.com slash weight loss. That's PlushCare.com slash weight loss. 
plushcare.com slash weight loss. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. We now want to say thank you to some very special people, and those are our $25 Ooh. and pledge hammers on Patreon. If you've not been to WrestleTalk's Patreon page yet, you probably should, because right now, the poll for WrestleTalk Extra is going on, and it is so close for the show that Ollie and Luke will be reviewing uh, for this month's WrestleTalk Extra, because right now, uh, the poll is open. After 307 votes, 33% uh, of people want to see WrestleMania 19 and 31% want to see WrestleMania 31. So there's still time for it to change because it ends tomorrow morning. So if you've not been to WrestleTalk's Patreon page yet, $5 up, you get to vote on that poll and you get the WrestleTalk Extra episode when it comes out. So go vote if you've not done that yet. And if you pledge at the $25 amount or more, uh, you get your own custom wrestling nickname and it gets shouted out on a show much like this one. So thank you very much to the mayor of Painesville, Dan. Oh, thank yeah, Dan, Dan. Dan, Dan. Vito Ventura, pet detective. Woo. Yes, thank you very much. Kenny, everybody's got a price. Bryson. No. Oh. Thank you very much. Bad connection. Thomas Lagdon. Yes, thank you very much. Good heavens, it's Morgan Evans. <gasps> it Woo. is Morgan Evans. Thank you very much. Robert Spencer, period. Woo. Yes, thank you very much. Jack Daniels on the Carl Rocks. Oh, my favourite. very much. Manipulating Manu Maria. Woo. Yes, thank you very much. The Pharaoh, Stephen Mazafaro. Oh, that's a great surname. Thank you. The craftsman, Blake Carpenter. Woo! Yes, thank you very much. He does like to craft. Andrew, the last airbender, Mercogliano. Thank you. And finally for today, never wrong, Tyler. We're back live. Hate those rolling R's. Uh, but let's see what you guys thought. Let's get into your ultra chats here. We can do those now on the SmackDown podcast. And we can by, do ultra chats. By the way, Amazing. for anyone wondering why I look better today, it's because I have real lighting. I don't normally have this. Yeah. So this is why I look okay. Yep. That's that's the main reason. Um. So let's get into your ultra chats. Charles Berg uh, said, if WWE wanted Apollo to change his accent, here's an idea. Have him say, due to fear of persecution, he changed how he spoke. The voice you heard was never his real voice. The accent is his real voice. He should go back. Uh, he should take back his better name, Yuha Nation. Um, I, I feel like that's basically what he said in the yeah. promo. In, without explicitly saying those exact words, he he said, this is how I talk now. Um and explain to the whole context of I was being bullied and, and picked on in school and things like that. And I feel like if you put two and two together, 
that's this that's the reason behind it um but yeah and yuha nation maybe i'd be okay with it it's a cool name i like it yeah no no all all, all of that no you're right he, that, that is i think that's basically what he said um so yeah i agree <laughs> with charles yeah. there uh riley finlayson uh comes in to say yay it's great to have you guys live love you both i'm not really sure how we feel about the direction they've gone with apollo i'm really scared they're going to fall back into the terrible foreign heel gimmick they always do and then ends with kiss me chops no but thank you um <laughs> and uh yeah i i think I, yeah i think part of it was just like general confusion at the gimmick and also just trepidation because wwe doesn't have a good track record when it comes to displaying cultural gimmicks sensitively. So I think a lot of us were just like, oh, let's not do yeah. this again as like a, a kind of a knee-jerk reaction to it. So I'm hoping that, you know, with the amount of actually like um, good, strong black characters that they have in WWE right now with, you know, um, Lashley being the WWE champion and Bianca Belair and Sasha Banks and, you know, the entirety of the Hurt Business and loads more, Street Profits, you know, whatever. Um I, I don't I don't think they're gonna get into a, yeah. a stereotypical territory. I, I think I think especially with something that was more sensitive like because it's all I think like when you when you think of sort of foreign specific foreign heels, you think of like Rusev coming over from Russia. It's not it's not quite the same thing. I really don't think they're gonna do that with with this. It's I know it's WWE, but it is now 2021 and people are more aware of these things. And if if they're letting Apollo put in the input, then I think it's going to be great. Yeah, I hope so, because it seems like he's had a lot of input so mm. far. So hopefully they keep that up. Um, Lara Schnorr, great name, uh, says, so does this mean Apollo has been the Nigerian prince emailing me, emailing me the past few years for help with transporting his family's gold? No. No. Um, that would be terrible. That would be a stereotype if they wanted yeah. to come out and, and do that. <laughs> that would be then. so stupid. That would be terrible. Uh, uh, none of that. That made me chuckle. Yes. Uh, Leon Kwashi said, I'm Ghanaian uh, and have many Nigerian brothers. Uh, no issue at all with Apollo's presentation. In fact, I'm hoping that they go further into true tribal chief territory, uh, winning King of the Ring, being crowned on a tribal soul, wearing kente cloth. I don't know what kente cloth is, but I'll probably mm. look it up after this because I'm See, now I'm interested. I think the thing is, is that when like Roman Reigns does it, we are all sort of aware of Samoan heritage within wrestling. So we're like, oh, he's mm -hmm. Samoan, like The Rock, like Rikishi, like like loads of others. But we're just not, we're just not uh, kind of used to the like a Nigerian heritage. We don't know it, so we're like, huh, what's this? And so we think, oh no, this is something that WWE's doing. But it's just that we don't get it basically yeah whereas we kind exactly of understand it, yeah. some own heritage yeah exactly yeah um kieron sr said uh, i love the promo and his gimmick is great the accent was a slight th uh, was a slight throw off slightly uh, but i get it i just hope this isn't a decision by some executive out of touch 50 year old white man as wwe have done in the past it doesn't seem like it with how accurate the portrayal uh, is you'd assume there's got to have been some input from apollo himself yeah. um which yeah i think is a great a great idea we should really have more input from people portraying those characters shock I yeah know. and look what it's done with roman reigns i mean he's clearly having yeah. loads of input and this is i don't know the best gimmick in wwe in the last five years yeah maybe the fiend up there as well but that got ruined what, real yeah. quick yeah yeah, yeah. 
But for now, let's get into talking about the rest of the show. Um, and also to answer uh, people's questions, if anyone has come in late. Yes, Andy is in the office. I know it's mental. I know. Uh, it is still there. It is. Uh, I'll prove it. Look, here's a, here's a John Cena. A Just John Cena action, action figure. Mm. Yeah, amazing. Anyway, let's talk about SmackDown. Um, so the uh, the show itself uh, opened up with a recap video of Edge winning the Royal Rumble and choosing Roman Reigns, but not choosing Roman Reigns because the video package didn't show him at Elimination Chamber spearing Reigns and pointing at the Mania sign. Mm. Instead, it spliced in a different promo of him saying, I choose Roman Reigns, which he didn't do. Yeah, which was we, weird. They've done this a few times recently. There's there Adam Adam Pierce. Yes, because Adam yeah, Pierce yeah, yeah, is right. Mike cut Card out. subject to change. And yeah. then ne- next week it just goes. Card subject to it's like one of those kind of fake like dubbed yeah, over his, what his mouth's yeah. actually doing. Yeah. Um. Yeah. yeah, this whole opening segment was a bit strange for you me. Probably say what happens first before yeah, yeah, yeah. we say our opinions on it. No, yeah, I, I was gonna. Fine. I'm just saying. Oh, this is what happens when we're live, Pete. We're just going to fall out the whole time. You, we just, you, yeah, we just, you just hate do each it. other. You do it, whatever. Yeah. <laughs> you've never been, you've never been known. I'm leaving. Okay. You've never been known before, Andy, to talk about the end of a segment before we've said what happened. That's never happened before. Uh, right. <laughs> the segment itself, um, after that opening video package, which was quite long, um, mm. We then got Michael Cole in the ring, who introduces Daniel Bryan. Um, Daniel Bryan cuts a promo then, who... It's a little bit botchy. Um, he stumbles on his lines a few times, but yes. the the fire behind the promo was good. There were some weird parts to it, though. Um, for example, him saying that you know he, he wants to main event WrestleMania instead of Edge or, or Roman, which is cool. Um, and him saying that you know, um, at Elimination Chamber, that was when he realized that he wanted to be in the main event of WrestleMania. And he's saying, look, I know that everyone wants to see Edge versus Roman Reigns. It's the dream match that everyone wants. It's Attitude Era versus Thunderdome. And I was like, what? Is Ro- Thunderdome? That's it's not a, an era. It's No, no, no. I bet it... I mean, it kind of is. It kind of is, but it isn't. I don't want it to be. If you think of the Attitude Era, Thunderdome, that's not... No, I know it sounds no. silly, but it really it is an era because it has been so different. Kind of. It's not even been a year of the Thunderdome, though. It's hard no. to call that an era. What is it? What's the definition of an era? Oh God, Fine. I'm just saying. In comparison, when you think of how big, like how long-spanning the Attitude Era was, and all the things that happened in it, it's hard to call Thunderdome an era. Anyway, this is a minor point. We're getting a long and distinct direct. period of time. Yeah. Um, anyway, we get very sidetracked with this very minor point. It just struck me as weird when he was like, it's Attitude Era versus Thunderdome. I was like, that's not what anyone is thinking about this match. If anything, it's Spear versus Spear, but it's probably not that either. Mm. It's weird. Um, and then... Um, and <laughs> Brian's promo was then this next <laughs> bit. It was him saying, a while back, WWE did a personality test on loads of people backstage and my test results said that I had the lowest ambition out of anyone they've ever seen. And I was like, I was like that is what? not what a personality test does. That's that's not what it does. And also, Daniel Bryan having the lowest ambition out of it. 
WrestleMania 30 main eventer, Daniel Bryan, guy who won both the titles, guy who wouldn't give up enough so that he forced himself into the main event of WrestleMania. That guy, not enough ambition. Okay, sure, whatever. They Um, all did it. They all did it as well. Like every single person. And then he Mm -hmm. was like, Daniel, why have you got such low ambition, you idiot? Uh, (laughs) No, this just reminded me of like uh, when Gina in Brooklyn Nine-Nine takes the personality test of Captain Hull and he's like, oh, I'm a Nine-Nine CG36 or something Mm -hmm. like that. He's like, me too. It's like, what? What? Yeah. Why would would you do that? Why would... And then to go, you have such low ambition. You suck. Yeah. But then he says, then he says, uh, Elimination Chamber... When uh, he lost to, to Roman and he saw Edge Spearman point up at the WrestleMania sign, he knew then that he had more ambition than that test could ever show. And I'm like, mm. well, it's not a very good test then, is it? Jesus. He's going to turn into Daniel Tryon. It's not, it's not I saw best. someone in the comments say, pun incoming, and I realized I didn't have one. So then I had to try and think <laughs> so of one in the meantime. Make one? <laughs> yeah. God. Apparently, there's loads of people in the chat saying that the test is true. Which to me is hilarious. Um, I saw another really interesting chat. Just going, just jumping forward. Remember, Apollo Crews had a chat with Roman Reigns for a long time. I know he room. did. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. that's it's what people are pointing out. Um, yes. Anyway, yes. Let's carry on. Um, just several people celebrating your pun. How how dare you? Um, yeah. Uh, he then said that he was super ambitious and wants to win. Sure. He then threw to his own video package. Mm. awful i love it when we do that people do that it's so annoying through to his own video package which basically showed the same thing except this time it showed edge attacking reigns and choosing him for wrestlemania so they purposefully took that out of the opening video package so they could show it in the second video package without repeating but it was really weird because they added stuff that didn't exist into the first one so then they could show the second one which was just elimination chamber which is what daniel bryan had already spoken about He'd already spoken about losing at Elimination Chamber and Edge winning and whatever else. Also, Michael Cole evaporated during the course of this too. Yeah, which, it, it was great. it was a very rare swing and a miss from a Daniel Bryan yeah. promo. It's, maybe it's because they're so used to having Roman Reigns come out that they just don't know how to do it without him. And then, so then he came out Roman Reigns came out. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and then made it better. I was like, oh, whew, thank God for that. Yeah. Um, uh, there was there was a good line from Brian uh, towards the end, which was uh, he was saying that he's wrestled more in the last three weeks than Roman Reigns and Edge have wrestled in the last three months. And I was like, that's actually pretty cool. That's a nice little thing. He's like, I love wrestling. This is this is what I do. This is why I do this. Um, Roman Reigns came out and I thought he got a great promo here of him just saying, look, you don't love this business. You need this business. What would you do if you weren't here? You don't have anything. I, I love this business. I don't need to be here. Everyone here needs me. And I was like, God, that's good. Yeah. I mean, Brian does have a incredibly successful reality star wife and a former wrestler as well. No. What would he do? Not what, not what, what would his wife do? Be a dad. Uh, Yeah, no, it was. That's not fame and success, Andy. No, it were, it, it works again because. Roman Reigns has got had this really good record recently of tapping into people's sort of insecurities. Mm-hmm. And that's what like that's what Edge did to him as well. So he's kind of now he's taking it back and doing it to Daniel Bryan. 
This match is going to be awesome. Uh, I think Roman's going to win quite, not comfortably, yep. but it's going to be a great match. Um, once again, it's Brian making sure he's putting over as many people as possible before he leaves, which from what we understand, he's planning to do at the end of this current run. Um, yeah, just just going to be a great match. What is it? It's uh, two weeks now until mm-hmm. Fast Lane, So we've got yep. another couple of weeks of build. Um, and everything I've seen from Roman Reigns recently suggests that the build's going to be awesome. And I just, yeah, I think this was a rare miss for Daniel Bryan, but because it's so rare, I'm going to forgive him on this one. Oh yeah, for sure. And I, and I don't think it was necessarily his fault. Like the content of the promo wasn't great. Him throwing to his own video package, the double video packages, Michael Cole, you know, none of it really added up. So I wouldn't say it's entirely his fault. Um, yeah, Roman's promo I thought was great. Uh, Jey Uso, um, who's uh, scheduled to have a, a steel cage match with Daniel Bryan in the main event. Um, if Bryan wins, he gets a universal title shot at Fastlane. He kind of gets in Bryan's face and cuts a promo on him. I love Jey Uso so much. His promo style, I love just him constantly being fired up and ready for a fight. I, I just love that character. Him just cuts promo on him, uh, goes for another cheap shot, much like he did last week. And uh, but then Brian counters it and stands tall and walks away from from Roman to end the segment, which was cool. Nice little setup for the main event, I thought. I think Jimmy might be coming back at fast lane. It's a good shout. I think Jimmy might help Roman win, mm-hmm. yeah. and then it's the full kind of Samoan yeah. dynasty going to WrestleMania. That because so Jimmy, cool. as far as we know, is clear. Is clear. Yeah, to- I- cleared to return he was supposed to be cleared around the royal rumble so i'm assuming mm-hmm. he's cleared now and yeah yeah i think i think it would be a really awesome addition so i'm looking forward to seeing how they how they play it out yeah me too uh after that we got a recap of the street profits versus zane and corbin from last week and then it was announced we've got street profits versus zane and corbin next and i went oh for god's sake guys the same match but then it was another one of those where I was like, "Ugh, WWE," and then they actually did something that made sense, mm. sort of. Uh, which was uh, Street Profits came out, did their entrance. Sami Zayn came out and started cutting a promo on the ramp before Corbin interrupted him and said, "Sami, we're not a tag team. I'm not tagging with you." And I was like, "Oh, thank God, Baron Corbin is talking sense. What world are we in? It must be Bizarro world. Corbin's talking sense." Um, yeah. And then he said, I'm not tagging with you. I'm a singles wrestler. I want a singles match. And then Montez Ford and uh, Dawkins then divvied up who would be having what singles match. And Ford got Corbin and Dawkins got Zane. And I was like, I like that less. I would have preferred if it was just Corbin having a singles match because that's what he wanted. Instead of like, we're going to have two singles matches, one after the other kind of thing. Yeah, and, and the I way like- they booked it, ensured that not a single person other than maybe Corbin looked better by the end of it. Yeah. So um, it, yeah. it started off with Corbin and Ford. And I was like, this could be a fun little thing. You know, Corbin's pretty big. He has a slow pace and Ford going like his fiery, you know, big high spots could be a fun little comeback. None of that happened uh, because it went about three minutes and then Corbin just won with the end of days. He just mm. won. You could make an argument that Ford got distracted with the uh, the camera crew on the outside is dumb though, and also he didn't because if yeah. memories, I'm, I might be misremembering this, so don't quote me on this. But I thought he hit an injury on Corbin, who then bounced off the ropes and then just hit an end of days and then just won. He he needed more Ford sure. focus, didn't he? 
that was bad. I thought that was quite good. Uh, yeah, I don't. I I never like these matches where you because I because the Street Profits are still going for the tag belt, and then you just have yeah, and then you just have one lose immediately, and then they follow up with a match which they then win with a roll up, and then you go huh. Okay, so one of them lost and one of them won, luckily. And it's against Sami Zayn, mm-hmm. who my one of my website editors this morning messaged me this morning saying, you know, he's had 12 matches this year and he's won one of them. <laughs> Sami Zayn has won one match in 2021. And that was to qualify for the Chamber. Yeah. I, I get that he's a comedy character. Mm-hmm. But he's also he's also Sami Zayn, and like he's I just... also one of the best wrestlers in the world. Gosh, yes, that makes me sad. Um, but yes, the other match, as Andy's already mentioned, shocking that Andy spoke about the end of a match before describing what happened first. <laughs> I'm leaving again. It was Dawkins versus Zayn, <laughs> and uh, initially Corbin uh, was gonna stay at Sami's side for some reason. But then when he got pushed by Sammy, he went away again, which was weird. I would have preferred Corbin just walk out because he had no reason to stay, but sure, whatever. Mm. So it was just Sammy. Ford was on the outside. Ford then got in the faces of all the documentary people, which distracted Sammy. And then Dawkins rolled him up, Um, which (laughs) Street Profits then, like, you know, celebrating away because they've got a stand tall and all that. It's like, Ford, you just lost, mate. I don't know. For some reason, he was having a bit of a Ford Fiesta. I'm leaving. <laughs> Two can play at that game, Mr. Datsun. Anyway, um, I also, when the Street Profits made their entrance, Michael Cole said, it's party time on SmackDown. I really hope that's not a thing that sticks. Please, Michael yeah. Cole, don't well, make that Well, that, that was when uh, Dawkins was Ford escorting his partner to the <laughs> ring. I'm just trying to think of more things now. That's mm. uh, mm, yeah, that's not good. <clears throat> Anywho, um, yeah, uh, yeah. Uh, what's, yeah what's next? <laughs> I can think of another car, but I can't think of a way to shoehorn it yeah, into one. I was thinking of Ford Mustang. I was like, no, 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 no but there, but there was no horse. <laughs> and I, I was just thinking of using the word must, but just saying Mustang instead. Like he Mustang of done this yeah. thing and it was yeah it's bad anyway um yeah those matches happened so really the only person that got over was corbin and when i say over i mean didn't look bad coming out of this corbin because he just won um in a few minutes and beat former smackdown tag team champion in a few minutes great good look for corbin mm. um montez ford lost in a few minutes to corbin <laughs> then he caused a distraction and Sammy got distracted looking like a chump and Dawkins only won with a roll up off the distraction which means he could barely only beat Sammy Zayn who's only won one match this year lest we forget he could only just beat him via distraction so none of those look good and the camera crew didn't look good because then uh, Sammy Zayn kind of thought that one of the guys was in on the conspiracy and then beat him up yeah, a he bit beat him up. Yeah. and then yeah, no one looked good coming out of this at all. No, it was it yeah. It wasn't a good segment. No. Um 
but I'm kind of used to that. With the, I mean, SmackDown is very consistently kind of pretty good, but mm-hmm. the tag division has con- pretty consistently been bad. Actually, that's been one of the yeah. parts of the show we've I've kind of got used to the fact that it's going to be a bit iffy. Yeah. Um, speaking of segments that were bad, Reginald. Moving on. Um, no. Okay. So Reginald, His favorite person. This this guy. I have nothing against the person himself. I have everything against his character. I hate the fact that he's getting such a spotlight and he's being pushed so much. Let's talk about what happened on this show because he was in about 17 million segments on this show. Started off backstage. He goes up to Carmella. Carmella, where have you been? Remember that Reginald is supposed to be your sommelier? Where's Carmella been this whole time? Doesn't matter because she fired him. He literally went up to her and she was like, hey, the game's up. I know what you're doing. You're fired. Ah, lol. And smashed the drink out of his hands and then walked off. And I was like, great. I'm glad that that was treated like a big deal. That that was a complete throwaway segment. That was not that lasted thirty seconds tops. Yeah, I mean, I know this is the, I know this is me doing me, but do we want to talk about all Reginald bits, or are we gonna? Or should we get to the just because like this was like a through storyline throughout the show? Let's do all the Reginald bits now, so I can get my rant out of the way. Yeah, this whole show felt like WWE going. Yeah, we've we've made a mistake, with Reginald. What, how do we get rid of male characters usually? I, we mm-mm. emasculate them. No, no. See, what you're thinking is this the end? This is the end of Reginald. No, 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 oh, no, yeah, no, no. He's in love with Nia Jax now. It isn't going to be the end of Reginald. I can guarantee you, he's still going to get involved in this story because he got fired by Carmella. Later on, it was Bianca Belair versus Shayna Baszler, and I was like, okay, this is a cool match for some reason, which we'll talk about. Bianca and Sasha have got a a women's tag title match at Fast Lane. Naomi and Lionel are the number one contenders for starters. Dakota Kai and Raquel Gonzalez got screwed on NXT by Adam Pearce. And it seems that there's a story brewing here because later on, Natalia and Tamina were backstage talking to Sonya Deville and Adam Pearce being like, why haven't we got a title shot? And I was like, what? why do you deserve okay. one? <laughs> yeah. Um, and also Naomi and Lionel are the number one contenders, lest we forget. Mm. Um, and then Sonya Deville was like, it's not Adam made a different choice. So it seems like Adam Pierce has some sort of motivation for picking certain people and making sure certain teams win the titles and hold on to them and all that stuff. That's potentially a story that they're going to do. Great. Cool. I'm on board for that. That's fine. So they had Bianca Belair versus Shayna Baszler in a singles match. Sasha Banks then comes out before the match starts. And as Sasha's coming out, Reginald comes out afterwards because... Why not? Shove him in the feud again. Why not? He's just been fired by Carmella and now he's out here just like, hey, Sasha, what's up, girl? And I'm like, dude, you just got fired. I don't know why he keeps putting himself into these like dangerous situations. I mean, he's really living on the edge and old. It was, yeah. And then the match, match was fine. I don't... WWE has put the fear into me Mm -hmm. that I just assumed Bianca was going to lose this match. Yeah, same. Because I'm like, oh, wait, she's challenging at WrestleMania. So she's going to lose this match mm-hmm. and then she'll win at WrestleMania. Yeah. But she didn't. Um, it was it was a perfectly good match, but I was just distracted by Reginald being a knob on the yeah. outside. Yeah. So the and whole that, time... And that's was... all that happened the last few weeks. On the outside, Reginald was basically flirting with Sasha Banks. Um 
and he was saying he was just essentially flirting with her. There was one bit where Bianca went to the outside and Reginald was kind of standing near her and was like, hey, I'm not going to touch. And then Bianca shoved him for some reason. I didn't get that. But sure, whatever. Shoved him aside and he went flying, did a cool little roll thing. Um, He's good at he's good at the flips. He's, he's a good gymnast. <laughs> for some reason, that really annoys Nia Jax because then he yeah. gets up and stands in front of Sasha Banks and Nia Jax then charges at him for some reason. And then he dodges and she hits banks and reginald is like oh no and then bianca's like whoa what's going on on the outside it's like why do you care Shayna baser then got in the kira fuda clutch and i was like they're gonna have bianca lose by distraction mm. because of reginald but then she just hits the kod on Shayna and then wins i don't know what's worse out of that honestly Shayna mm. looking like an absolute chump because she had bianca distracted and then just lost or just bianca actually losing if they made the correct decision, the more logical decision of Shayna winning because she had the upper hand. It, I, I hate this. I hate all of the Reginald involvement. But it wasn't the end of Reginald on this show. No, and it wasn't. But my main thing is, why do Nia Jax and Shayna Baszler need to be on SmackDown at all at this point? What are they doing? Like, I know they're facing Sasha Banks and Bianca Belair at Fastlane, but why are they facing them at Fastlane? There's no reason for that to be happening. Adam Pearce made the choice. I know. And as you've seen Pete's news, it looks like we're like all these Adam Pearce stuff is leading to uh, some, some new NXT belts. And mm-hmm. what is Adam Pearce doing? None of I this makes know. sense. But like you said, this isn't the end of Reginald. No, because, okay, so immediately afterwards, he tries helping Sasha to her feet again. And, and I thought for a second here, they had me for a second where I thought Sasha was going to be like, oh, Reginald, you're so great. Be my sommelier kind of thing. She didn't. <laughs> uh, she she got up and she just slapped him and said, stay out of my business. I was like, thank God. All right, good. That's good. I was very scared that Reginald was going to join her then. That's fine. So she walks off to the back. Later on, backstage segment, Reginald's walking there, goes up to Sasha Banks' dressing room. She opens the door, just goes, no, and slams the door on his face. Good, good for Sasha. Like that. Please tell him to piss off. That's great. He then walks away. Shayna Bays is there being like, oh, and kind of bullies him for a bit and says, oh, do you want to fight? All that stuff being all, you know, Pete, you I'm, know surprised Shayna is. I'm surprised you're not a wrestler with that kind of intimidation. The, I mean, that kind, of, that kind of intimidating stuff that she does, yeah, you yeah. know. But then Nia Jack steps in and says, wait, no, don't you see what I see? I think he's cute. And then the segment ends. Why yes. is Reginald getting so much spotlight? It's and the it's the women's title feud, the WrestleMania is... ma- main event of the SmackDown Women's Title of the Royal Rumble winner and the SmackDown Women's Championship and the Women's Tag Team belts, and it's all about Reginald. It makes me so mad. It makes me so mad. Just stop it. Stop giving the spotlight to the one man in the feud. God. It makes me so angry. Are we getting a Nia Jax Reginald love storyline? Possibly. I don't know. I still think that Reginald's going to help Sasha win at Fastlane. I don't know. Oh, God. We're going to have a storyline where Nia Jax... No, I'm not going to finish that one. Um, (laughs) I won't finish that one with Reginald. Um, Yeah, I wish he would leave as well. I'm just sort of used to him being there, and which isn't a good thing. Um, no, it's not. It's 
It's like when they tried to distract everyone from the Women's Royal Rumble with a bunch of 24-7 men. Yeah. Yeah. And it's like, no, stop it. Yeah. It's really stop. that. This is the Women's Royal Rumble. We don't need any of this. And I don't like the fact that Nia, Nia and Shayna are there, but it'd be so much more bearable if they didn't have this little man running around going, <laughs> tr- like going. it's like when you're in the office, Pete, running around trying to talk to everyone. I'm literally just parkouring off the tables all the time, just trying to, you know, doing all the flips and stuff. Yeah. Oh, That's why man. I hate him so much. He's basically me. That's what it is. Anyway, we're we're really going to run over on time today if we don't hurry up. Yeah, should we just... Um, what was the next thing? Uh, so we, we, let's go back in time a bit, because that was all mm. the Reginald stuff. Um, so then we had Dominic Mysterio versus Chad Gable, which I will say was a really fun match, because we already know that Chad Gable is really good in the ring. But Dominic Mysterio really held his own here, I thought, against Gable. Uh, kind of going move for move, really cool, like roll-up sequences and cool innovative counters and like flips and stuff. And it, it all looked really, really smooth and really, really great. Um, thoroughly enjoyed uh, Dominic in this match as well, which is great. And Dominic just won with a surprise roll-up after a really cool little roll-up sequence. It wasn't like some sort of weird distraction finish, which I appreciate. Um which I thought was great. Rey Mysterio, <laughs> immediately after the bell, just, just sprinted destroyed. straight across the ring <laughs> and just went straight at Otis. Just drop-kicked him through the ropes and then sent on him onto the commentary table and then ran away. And I was like, is he the baby face? Now, I'm confused. Now, I think this is fine. I think this is fine sure. because he's seen what Otis does to people after matches. This is okay. retaliation. I think a babyface is allowed to do this. Okay. Um, so I don't have an issue with this. I just don't know where they're going with this. Like, no. And it's, but the thing is, it's absolutely fine to have an exhibition match now and then when it's just, here's a wrestler, here's a wrestler. They're going to have a match. But we've had lots of this from both both teams where we don't know what the Mysterios are doing because they've just stopped with Baron Corbin now, have they? I guess. Guess so. And Chad Gable and Otis are heels, I guess, especially Otis. But yep. again, they don't have a storyline. It's just loads of people sitting in limbo at the moment because they don't seem to be able to construct more than three or four kind of storylines that make sense at one given time. Yeah, felt very stagnant uh, for this one, but hey-ho. <clears throat> we then got um, a recap of Rollins and Cesaro from last week. Uh, Rollins was backstage saying, um, Cesaro's so mean, he hasn't swung anyone else that long. He has, mm. but he hasn't swung anyone else that long. He did that specifically to me because he hates me. Blah, blah, blah. Yeah, they see him. Mm. Rollins, they hate him. Have you been storing these up? Just no. for when we go live? I have not. Jesus. Um, and then Murphy walks into the shot. Haven't seen Murphy in months. Holy crap, guys. He's not got a Leah Mysterio with him. That's cool. Great. So he walks into the shot and I was like, oh, are they going to play off Murphy and Rollins' history here? Is is he, is Rollins going to turn to him and be like, ah, oh, you're my disciple, right? And Murphy's like, huh, no. No, they didn't uh, do that. They didn't do any of that. Because oh, Murphy buddy. just went, hey, look, I can help you with the Cesaro situation. Completely legitimately, I might add, not trying to hoodwink Rollins in any way, just straight up to be like, hey, I can help you. And Rollins was like, luckily, Rollins said, get out of my sight, I don't want to see you. Character um, consistency from Rollins, none from Murphy. Why would Murphy offer to help Rollins? That makes no sense with anything that happened in their story. 
repeat, as you did in your news earlier, make it make sense. That's all you've got to do. Force this to make sense. Okay. So a lot of people always say that the story is obviously there. You just need to look at it, right? So I could make this make sense by saying <clears throat> that Murphy was so down on his luck and he's not been featured on TV since the whole Aaliyah Mysterio thing and he's just feeling so down and he just wants to be back on TV again because that's what he, what he loves wrestling and that's what he wants to do. And he's been looking back and he remembers the time when he was on TV because he was with Rollins and he was his disciple. So now he's been contemplating some really heavy life choices and he knows that being Rollins' disciple is the only way that he can be featured on TV. So he's going to go back to that abusive relationship that he had, except WWE didn't say any of that or tell any of that story. That doesn't exist. They didn't That's need just to. just putting pieces together that aren't there. It was all in his face. You just got to read his expression more. Yeah, it, this is lazy. Um, like, they're cool together because they're both really cool wrestlers and they're great. But... yeah. <sighs> yeah, it, it, it doesn't make any sense, unfortunately. Um, I don't. I don't want them to just replay the same storyline, no. which is presumably what will happen if they do team together. Because at some point they're going to break up because Seth Rollins is not a tag tag team star. Mm-hmm. Yeah, See, I mean, also- is, is, is he just there to annoy? Is he just there to give Rollins the advantage over Cesaro? I don't know, um, but. Draws Walker 9 in the chat. Poor buddy, this makes it look like he has Stockholm Syndrome all over again. That's a fine story to tell. No, if you want that's... to tell the story of him having Stockholm Syndrome, cool, great, do that. Tell a story. That's Austin Theory's gimmick anyway right now. True, yeah. Um. Anyway. Ooh, we've got Wrestling Daily in the chat. Oh, is that Louis? I love this gimmick and all things wrestling, and especially Wrestling Daily, the best show on the planet. It's Louis. Thanks, Louis. Uh... You should also subscribe to Wrestling Daily, but also get out of here, Louis. Um, yeah, I hated that. No consistency. Cesaro then faced Murphy in a match. Cesaro won pretty quickly. It's a pretty dominant win, which is good. Um, he should get a dominant win. I'm I'm upset personally because I think Cesaro versus Murphy could be an amazing match, but it doesn't make sense for them to have that match with the story they've got right now. I'd love to have that um, in the future at some point on a bigger stage. Also, Louis, get out of here. That's awful. Ge- genuinely. Make any sense. Also, terrible, Louis. If you're trying to do a, a capital city, Zurich is not the capital of Switzerland. Bern is. So shut up, Louis. <laughs> yeah, Louis. That was um, a burn. I burned him. <laughs> um, anyway, after that match, we really need to get through this. Uh, we had some more <laughs> Reginald stuff. We got a biggie video package saying he's come back next week. Cool. They played. They played two video packages on this show, but they did it well this time because the first one was just like, Biggie's coming back. Biggie win the Intercontinental title. We love Biggie. Biggie's great. They started playing the same video package later on in the show, just before the Apollo Crews stuff, but they changed it halfway through to when Apollo attacked him. That's how you do two video packages for the same thing because you started off the same one and you think, oh, it's the same video package from earlier. And then it changes and it gets all dark when Apollo Crews attacks him. And then it said Biggie coming back next week and it shows Biggie being stretched out. I'm like, that's great. Love that. Do more of that. I'm getting really excited about this show and I'm getting way overexcited. God, we had that Apollo stuff. We had Natalia and Tamina backstage saying, why aren't they in a women's tag match? We had Because you're Natalia and Tamina. Yeah. We had Bailey doing a ding dong hello show, but backstage and with no guests. 
she came out and sat down and said, we're going to read some sweet tweets because people do mean tweets, but everyone loves Bailey, so let's do some sweet tweets. So she read a couple and said, uh, Ding Dong Hello Show is your main event WrestleMania and whatever the other one was. And then she got to a third one and said, I think Ding Dong Hello and then cut off and then she seemed to get mad and then put her glasses down and then scrunched up the cards and then walked away and slammed the door. Yeah, the fact that this isn't in the ring makes me think they're giving up on this already. Um, it feels like the slow, okay, well, you can do it, but you're going to have to do it backstage. And then she'll do it next yeah. week without the set. I don't know what Bailey's doing at the moment. It just feels like, oh, she's good, but we can't. We have to wait until WrestleMania. So I'm, I wouldn't be surprised at all if Bailey's the first person to challenge whoever is the champion after WrestleMania. So yeah. they're just thinking, oh, she needs to be on TV. She doesn't need to be on TV. She can take some time off. And then yeah. she can come back. And then I'll be much more excited to see her. As much as I love Bailey, I it's just it's it's just a pointless segment at this point. Yeah, it really is. Um and I like the ding dong hello show, but actually have it mean something if she's in a feud, maybe. That'd be cool. Anywho, um we then got a another video package. There were so many on this show of uh, the whole Brian Reigns Uso thing so far. Then we got the main event, which was a steel cage match between Brian and Uso, which shock horror was a great match. It's Brian versus Uno in it. Uh, Brian versus Uno. Uso in a cage. Yeah, Brian versus Uno. That's him. Evil Uno. He was there. Um, Brian versus Uso in a cage. It was great. It was a great match. Uh, really, really fun action. I thoroughly enjoyed it. Reigns and Heyman were watching uh, from rings, watching from ringside, um, and then Brian hit a. I love this new finish that he's doing of doing the butterfly suplex off the top rope, rolling through into the yes lock. Love that. Uso then tried to grab the ropes and the referee was like, it's no, it's no rope breaks in a steel cage. And he was like, yay, ah, I see my mistake here. Consistent rules. <laughs> I know. How crazy is that? And then he kept holding on to the rope and Brian just kept like yanking it back further and further until Uso had no choice but to tap. Um, so it's Brian versus Reigns at Fastlane. Thought this was a really cool main event. Sets up a really fun match at Fastlane. Enjoyed it. Yeah. And I yeah. really like the fact that uh, Reigns didn't interrupt. Mm, me too. Because he just sort of sat there looking on. Because that's what he's always done with Jay. It's, it's really consistent. He's like, hey, look, if you lose, then you lose. I'm not yeah. going to help you. Exactly. So yeah. really like that. And this is a really cool visual at the end of Roman with Paul Heyman, kind of the devil on his shoulder. Paul Heyman is looking up at Brian and mm -hmm. Brian just, yeah. Oh yeah. The, the, this, this final segment and match was a home run for me. Um, yeah. and I'm really looking forward to it. And yeah, there were some naff bits on the show, but when you finish with something like this, I'm like, yeah, now I remember why I like wrestling again. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, Overall, I didn't think this was a good show. Um, according to the uh, the poll that we put up uh, on our uh, on the Rest Talk podcast uh, back end, where's it gone? There it is. Um, Fifty six percent of you at the time I took the screenshot um, voted uh, for SmackBang in the middle, three out of five, with twenty two percent going one higher, with four out of five. I gave it a two out of five. I didn't like the show. I'm sorry, guys. I really didn't. So negative. I know. I would give it at least a three out of five. No, you wouldn't. You liar. No, you I would only it... do that because everyone else said that. No, but like 
reflecting back on like the Apollo stuff and mm-hmm. the, the 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 final match, and there are just a couple of other bits. Like I like I enjoyed the the Gable match, even if it was just sure. sort of a, a nothing match. There was enough in there that made me think and fit, come away from the show because if 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 I come away from the show thinking, Ugh, then it's a two out of five. But I was like, mm-hmm. okay, then I'm a. It's fine. It's a three out of five show. Low okay. three out of five show, but it's a three. Okay, I believe you. I still gonna give it a two out of five because I hate Reginald. Um, and there's way too much of it on the, on the show. <laughs> I'm sorry, there's just too much Reginald for me. It just dragged it down. There was so much stuff that was like damaging, like the whole Street Profits, Corbin Zane stuff. Like it made everyone look rubbish. Like the whole Reginald and all the women stuff made all of them look crap. Like I don't know. There was just too much. It wasn't that the segments were bad, which they were. It was that they were damaging. That's the the line for me. That's what really drags it down, is it makes them look worse than they were before. They're not just stagnant, they're worse. But thank you very much, uh, all of our pledge hammers. Patreon.com slash WrestleTalk for you to become a pledge hammer today. So before we get out of here, we've got to get through the rest of your ultra chat. So uh, back to the uh, Apollo topic, which was the opening topic of the show. Leon Kwashi said, uh, now my nitpick is the soldiers, especially in the aftermath of the recent and repeated Nigerian school children by insurgents and the recent stuff in Myanmar. I don't think WWE take into consideration recent geopolitical stuff in their gimmicks. Possibly not. I don't know how widely known that stuff is um, with that. And it may have struck a, a pretty negative chord, but I think overall in terms of um, respecting culture, it was well done. Perhaps perhaps maybe the, the timing was off, but for me, it was okay. Mm. Um, on reflection, what do you think, Andy? Yeah. It's always going to strike a different accord with, with some people. Um, yeah. And unfortunately, there's a lot of crap going on in the world and it it, it may well kind of sort of hit people that that they're not thinking of that but i don't think that's why they're not doing it to try and take advantage of that situation um so while while that may be something you think that's not what they're going for as far as i'm concerned exactly yeah um justin smith uh comes in to say first time super chat so bear with me but apollo's gimmick is horrible he's basically saying his granddad was a nigerian hitler Mm. look up the nigerian civil war from the 80s and 90s not good it was really just a genocide as only one tribe had weapons um i don't think that's what he was saying i'm going to disagree with you on that one um and i don't think that's what he was trying to say with saying his his um descended from nigerian royalty i don't think that's what he was going for maybe that's how you interpreted it but i don't think that's what he was trying to do no i i think it's easy to kind of be like just just sort of bring in things that aren't there but yeah i i don't i really don't think that's what they were doing um Mm -hmm. but yeah i mean your opinion so that that's yeah. fine but like absolutely yeah i don't think that's what they were doing yeah and um, we've got a couple of smackdown related chats here uh ronan cahill said uh, so the build to the match at wrestlemania between edge and roman is have a tag match at fast lane but creative has nothing for edge's longtime tag partner christian mm. yeah yeah that checks out but why don't they have that yeah 
I, I would love it. To I would love to see Christian in AW. Would you? It would. Yeah, just be, just be. It would be a massive shock. It would be. That's true. But it's also like WWE. What are you doing? How could? Yeah. How did you not make the most of this situation? I know. Yeah. It's Christian his return and in the, Edge. I know. And his return in the Rumble was so good. And uh, yeah, like like the like the chat said, if you're gonna have Edge have a tag match at Fastlane and you can't think of a partner for him, guys, <laughs> Christian's yeah. right there. Um, Fiery Turtle comes in to say, "G'day, lads! All the way from 2:30 a.m. in Australia. Go to sleep." Personally, I feel like this SmackDown was one of the more stronger ones of recent. Uh, <clears throat> excuse me, one of the more stronger ones of recent weeks. Apollo looks strong going against Big E. Corbin furthers his small feud with Zayn. Roman continues to look dominant. I agree on all those fronts. I think the rest of the show was really bad, though, um, and dragged down a lot of people, which I don't like. Uh, do we want to see Corbin with a feud with Zayn? I, I really. Didn't, I didn't really think about it, but I guess that's. I guess that's where this is going. Yeah, is Zayn turning face? I'd be okay with Zayn turning face. He really needs to shed the whole conspiracy thing if he's he going needs, to. But he needs to do something. Yeah. Um, we've got uh, some other chats here. Can't read that name because it's in characters that aren't English, and I don't know which language, so I'm not going Chinese. to say. I'm not going to say in case I offend anyone. But Andy just said it anyway, just in case. Um, finally got a chance to tell Andy that Watch Me Whip, Watch Me Sommelier was the best pun ever. Happy anniversary, man. Holla. Oh, thank you very much. It was my anniversary yesterday. Uh, and thank you to everyone who, who said happy anniversary. It was very kind of you. Also, that's not the best pun you've ever done. It's the worst pun you've ever done. Just throwing Ooh. it out there. Uh, Laramie Schnorr said, uh, forgot how much I missed the times before the Rona, but looking at the office background gave me a nostalgia pop bigger than the edge return. Well, almost bigger. Hope the day when we can get everyone back in the office is not too far away. Fingers crossed. We don't know how long it's going to be yet. I'm not going to give you a date because we don't know, but, uh, hopefully before long. Yes. No, it's, it's very nice to be back. Uh, this is, uh, I won't be here next week, but I just happen mm. to be in the area, uh, yeah. this week and it is Chinese. I just checked. Well done, Andy. Proud of you. Uh, Carol Wands. Hello, Carol. Said, uh, just want to say hello to Pete and Andy and show my support. I hope you do this show live every week. It's the only one I can watch in full now. Besides you two are better than Ollie and Luke and way more fun. Don't tell them. Hashtag jam that jam. Hashtag hugs and love to CM Chris. Well, hey. We will be telling them. We absolutely will be telling them. Yeah. yeah. Um, nothing that happens on this. Yeah, n nothing on this will will stay secret. Um, anyone who wants to praise us some more will also be telling them that as well. That'd be great. So before we talk more about your uh, loneliness, I do have an email here. Um, mm. uh, Who's it from, from Pete? It's from Jack the Moist Sensation, who always emails him because he's a very loyal uh, listener. Um, yeah. If you want to send in uh, your emails, please do support at wrestletalk.com please email us it gives us stuff to talk about because otherwise we don't have much to talk about because our lives are very boring especially in lockdown um mine. yeah but uh yes please please do uh email in we'd love to read your emails like this one from jack it says hey guys jack here happy anniversary andy i hope you and your lovely lady had a wonderful oh. day we'll talk about that more afterwards um, because I'm sure there's something to talk about with that. In 2011, I worked in Wix, and a friend of mine cottoned on to my wrestling fandom. For some reason, we'd sing the verses from Ass Man at each other whenever we saw each other down the aisles. 
Naturally, this became a thing, and lots of other staff members started singing Ass Man in the store to each other like a zombie apocalypse of asses. This culminated with a friend of mine getting his ass fired by singing the chorus down the tannoy five minutes before closing and didn't realize we had a customer in the loo. Anyway, I have a couple of quick questions. Pete, you truly are a legend. In one week, you're an ass man and a hardy boy. You made me laugh a lot that week for saying yes when others would say no. Kudos. Were those custom ass man shorts? If not, where did you buy them? Asking for a friend. Yes, they were custom ass man shorts. I, yep, mm-hmm. The company paid for a custom Mr. Ass logo to be printed on some shorts and for that to be sent to me. It was not worth it. Um, and second question, what Leonardo DiCaprio film do you think of first? He's been in so much over the years and, and could define your audience's age perfectly. For me, it's that bloody Romeo and Juliet film that we were forced to watch ad nauseum for GCSE English. Trash film. Anyways, cheers for an awesome live show. I presume you're great. All the best. Stay choppy, lads. Stay F-A-B-U-L-O-U-S, Andy. Thank embrace, you. The, embrace the ass, Pete. It was funny. Thanks, Jack. That's a lot to unpack there. Um, it is. Yeah. So that's, that, that Leonardo DiCaprio thing is, is I think, bouncing mm -hmm. off the raw podcast segment yes, it is, where ollie yeah. and luke are talking about who, who actors are to them so my partner's favorite film is shutter island mm -hmm. so that immediately came to mind but i think for me weirdly great gatsby was the first thing Ooh. that came to my mind see for me even though i really don't like this movie titanic was the first one that came to mind for me yeah fair enough yeah even though I much it's, prefer a lot of other things he's yeah, done. Yeah, I know, but that it's so famous that it will yeah. just come to mind. It's yeah, I don't know. It's like if you say oh, I'm trying to think of someone else who's been in a rubbish film. Um, but I like saying, "Oh, Morgan Freeman." You might go, "Oh, he's mm -hmm. God in Bruce Almighty." Sure, but you should probably think of the Shawshank Redemption. Shawshank Redemption, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but it, you know, just a, just a kind of shot. You go, "Oh, he's in Bruce Almighty," and you go, "Oh, no way, he's in loads more, isn't he?" <laughs> Um, Actually, quite the prolific actor. Maybe I should think of some of his better work first. Yeah, exactly. Not saying that he's bad in Bruce Almighty by any means. He's great as God. Don't get me wrong. Oh, yeah. And unpacking Pete's ass. Um, mm. So the only reason Pete agrees to these things is because he knows he'll just get immediately fired if he just says, no, I don't want to be, I don't want to be Jeff Hardy. Because Ollie's, Ollie's actually horrible off screen. Um, mm -hmm. he, he just He's firing everyone. There have been hundreds of people. He's basically Vince McMahon. Um, uh -huh. so... and he's gonna he's gonna stop us. He's gonna ban us from uh, slapping our thighs in a minute. Like, mm. oh, that's so stupid, isn't it? Isn't it just watch yeah. the, watch Pete's news video for more on that? Yeah. Um, what else did he say? I, I have a very short term memory. My what, my the... anniversary. Yes, that was yeah. No, was so it? we can't we can't really do anything. Um, oh yeah. <laughs> outside or so. Luckily, I'm allowed to see her because mm -hmm. uh, I live on my own. So I'm allowed one allowed to see one mm -hmm. other household. Um, so we watched, uh, the final WandaVision. Oh, interesting. Okay. Uh, which was very good. No, I won't say anything about it because I know a lot yep. of people would have probably not seen it yet. Uh, we watched a couple of episodes of RuPaul's Drag Race UK. Uh, I made, uh, like a, a home KFC. Mm -hmm. Um, so I did some, did some like Colonel's chicken uh we made homemade candles the kind of very mm -hmm. lockdown thing so we we very nice melted our own wax and put it in our own mm -hmm. little containers so 
Yeah, just kind of just kind of spent time together, really. Yeah. Um, lovely, mate. And after we've recorded the live show, I'm going to go and we're going to look, go look at some plants in a plant shop because I want to buy myself a bonsai tree. Oh, fun. Uh, and it's also Mother's Day next weekend. It uh, is. And my mum suggested in that kind of, if there is something you want to get me for, for Mother's Day, I would quite like a new house plant. And I was like, okay, mm. I will get you a new house plant. Mm. Um, but my girlfriend is very into her house plant, so I'm trusting her to to pick a good one for me. Mm. I'm sure she um, So, yeah, no, just a, a nice, nice weekend. And I don't, oh, I haven't told the story, have I, that I, the card that I got her. Um, yeah, I think you only mentioned it on the team meetings, right? That yeah, mentioned it so, on, a, on, a, on a piece of content. I don't know whether Moonpig is in a, is also in America, but there is a website over here at least called Moonpig where you kind of order custom built cards, um, and you can like put your own pictures on them, change the name, change the message inside, just sort of like just just yeah, personalized cards basically. Um, and so I put a picture of uh, myself and her on the front. And what I saw was it said, happy anniversary. I thought, cool, awesome. So then I changed the message in the middle and was like, oh, happy anniversary, blah, 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 all the lovey-dovey stuff you do and an anniversary card. What I didn't Sounds notice, super however, emotional, mate. what I didn't notice, however, hey, man, I love her a lot, but no, I'm not going to start that. That's not going to start a thing. Uh, what I didn't notice was that actually you had to change the name on the front of the card. Mm-hmm. Um and I'm not going to tell her what her name is, but her name is not what the card turned up as. Mm-hmm. It turned up saying, happy anniversary, Michelle. Mm. Um, so that's not her name. And it Much turned like out that Ting I Tings. just... That's wasn't, not her name. It's not her name. It's not her name. Mm. Um, so that was an interesting one to explain. But because we both have ADHD, she kind of put it down to that and that I just wasn't paying attention hard enough yeah but it's also in that kind of slightly cursive writing so that it wasn't immediately obvious that it didn't (laughs) say the right thing (laughs) um yeah so she's now has a card she thinks it's funny so that's that's good and my friend some of my friends have now started putting her name in their phone as as michelle Um, nice so uh which is hilarious yeah very good uh, how's your how's your weekend been how how was your how was my anniversary for you Oh, it was great, mate. I thought about it all the time. Um, yeah. I saw that Instagram post you did. Yeah. That's that's about the extent of it. So Yeah. Yeah. No, it was a uh, it was a good time. Uh, you say how's my weekend been? It hasn't started yet. Um mm. because my that weekend is the issue starts, of this life. <laughs> yeah. My my weekend starts after the SmackDown review's done. Yeah. Saturday night is the start of my weekend because I work Saturdays. Mm. Um then I get Sunday, Monday off. Um, but th- there is a possibility. It's not uh, set in stone just yet, but I'm hoping I might be able to get back to my flat uh, before WrestleMania. Um, oh. Which would be great. Um, very complicated situation that I'm not going to get into on the podcast here. But for reasons, uh, I've been at my parents' house since uh, just before Christmas. Um, but uh, I'm I'm hopefully going to be getting back to my flat. Um yeah, just before WrestleMania, like the weekend before WrestleMania is potentially the date we're looking at right now. Um, 
which will be great if I can, because one, it means I can make much more noise on the live reactions. Mm. Uh, and also it just means that I don't have to worry about like disturbing other people and I can just stay up and not have to worry about it. And, you know, or and I've got to creep down the stairs to go to bed at five in the morning or, you know, whatever it is. I can just when, kind of... When you're recording Mr. Ass, you can sing mm. as loud as you want without exactly. worrying yeah. your parents. I can just yeah. make better content is basically what, what it boils down to. So I'm, I... I'm quite looking forward to it if it does pan out. No, that's great. No, I'm. I'm. Sh- I, I. I. don't blame you for for it. I'm. Yeah. So I, I'm. I, I'm also hoping to move. Not. Not that. Not as soon. But. Mm. Yeah. I. Ha- I do have a flatmate, but he hasn't lived with me <laughs> since right. December. Um. And then last year he moved back for the first lockdown. Didn't come back till October. So he has lived in my flat technically for a year and a half. But actually, mm-hmm. he's only lived in my flat for about four months. Nice. And he's been yeah. paying rent the entire time. Um, well, at least so, he's been paying rent. Yeah, I may have to just break it to him. Look, I'm I'm moving to London, so I'll probably yeah. just find I'll I'll find a room somewhere in near the office. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. So yeah, so I'll be, I'll be able to run in for any any emergencies, which I'm sure there will be lots of. There's going to be so like so many pigeons and stuff that we're going to need yeah. you to take care of. I genuinely did think, man, what if I open the the office and like things have fallen apart mm-hmm. like the shelving unit is like just given way or something like that yeah I, I, I would probably just close the door <laughs> and then go go and record in this in the office and I'll, then i'll deal with that later turn up and then everyone turns up at the same time and i go oh whoa no <gasps> what, who how, could have done this when did this happen yeah um pete hello i have a that's a world problem make it quick well, the problem is you, Pete. Oh, no. Every meeting we have, Pete, mm-hmm. we go through what we're doing or what we've done that day. Yep. Mm-hmm. And because one of your many jobs, one of your hundreds of jobs that you do around here, Pete works very hard, is doing the news with Ollie. Mm-hmm. So, but, in, but what Pete says is that he does, I've done the news and images Mm-hmm. with ollie but there are other things like news images blah blah blah, thumbnail stuff like that yeah. however pete doesn't list all of that what he says instead is etc that's not a word pete <laughs> and every single day i go no in my head you now you're gonna look out for it but i go oh there is a reason etc etc is shortened to etc because it's mm-hmm. Etc. If it was etc., it would be E C K. I don't know, or E E C C. It would be E X C. Yeah. Yeah. Oh man, I wish you'd stop doing it. (laughs) Well, that's all the time we've got for this episode of Talk Podcast. Thank you very much for listening. If you head over to the uh, Wrestle Talk Podcast YouTube channel. Uh, you can go ahead and uh, leave a like, comment, subscribe, you know, all that stuff, or et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Um, and uh, yeah, we'll be back uh, next week uh, for some more. Although, Andy, you're not going to be on next week's uh, SmackDown I'm not. review. No, I am taking a, a week off. I, I, I took so little holiday last year that mm. I need to take some more. <laughs> I was given extra holiday. Ali said, please take it soon. So yeah. I will be replaced by none other than multi-time Quizzlemania champion, the masked sensation that is Tempest. 
Making his question. SmackDown podcast debut. Has anyone asked Tempest whether he wants to do it? I have. Okay, good. Because the, the last I heard was, <laughs> oh, we, we might, might get Tempest to do it. And then that was it. And I, haven't, I hadn't heard anything since. So yeah, I was just I making said, sure we weren't announcing anything before actually telling him he should do it. I said Tempest. Well, I didn't say Tempest because that's not his name. But I said Tempest. Yes, it is. Sorry, yeah. I said Tempest. I know you don't like WWE that much. However, we think you'd be a good fit for the SmackDown podcast, because I'm not going to be there for a week. And he said, and he said, okay, that's fine. And I said, just try not to be as negative as you want to be. I know it's not AEW or New Japan, but enjoy it for what it is. SmackDown is better than Raw. Mm. Yes. Yeah. Look on the bright side. It's not Raw. Anyway, that's all the time we've got um, for this one, because we have massively overrun. Thanks for listening, everyone. We'll be back next week with me and Tempest doing the SmackDown review. Should be very good fun. And uh, yeah, if you want to catch us live, we do this live on YouTube now on, on Saturday. So on the WrestleTalk podcast channel, 3 p.m. UK time every Saturday. Thanks for listening, everyone. Stay safe. Take care of each other. We love you very much. And we'll see you soon. Goodbye. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health-monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. 